Yeah. Well, and again, I'm I'm delayed. Right. I didn't. We didn't have the. You know, there's no podcast for me to catch up on your takes on on the haircut. And so I ask you, did it feel as good as you thought it was going to feel to get your haircut? Did it ever? It, it felt so good to get my haircut. Okay. It it was just awesome. It it felt so so good, but it. Uh, and also, I've been losing weight, and so it was so fun because I was like, I weighed myself the next day. I had done nothing different, but I was still down a pound. And I'm like, well, there you go. I had so much hair, it helped me lose a pound. I feel like that's a normal, maybe, I don't know if it's as much of a, I don't know if this is gender specific, but I know back in the day when I had hair, I know that when I would get my hair cut and beard cut off, I would always weigh myself before and after, assuming that my beard was going to be three pounds. <laughs> exactly. I always do it. And I don't know if that's just a guy thing that's just like, oh, this is so funny. But that is a fun thing to do. You had a pound of hair, one pound of hair. Yeah, and looking back, it probably was, you know, about four ounces. But either way, I'll just say it helped me lose another pound. Kevin, I'm looking here at, our, at the text line, and I will tell you that the audio we're about to play – will be remembered by most. We asked the question, were you alive today, 40 years ago, when this audio happened? It's erupting like it never has before, that's for sure. Because from where I'm standing, I can't see the top of the mountain. But I see the whole eruption coming from it. It's, it's big. 40 years ago today, Mount St. Helens erupted the 40th anniversary today, and we are at about a 80 and 85% clip on people who are listening right now who were alive for Mount St. Helens. So that either speaks volumes to the fact that all the young people are still sleeping and they're millennials yes. and they're lazy, or and the hardworking nature of those who were alive on Mount St. Helens, or it just means that we had a lot of people who are older listening because they're uh, they're just listening. I like to think of the first one more, that the millennials are still sleeping and lazy. Well, yeah, there's a good chance of that. I mean, I'm trying to think of all the people I know that weren't alive. They're not up. They're, they're not. They're just sleeping right now. That's true. It's it's funny to see hear all the things that people are saying that they remember about that day, KJ, because we've got – it must have happened on a Sunday. Yes, it did. We had a bunch of people text in and say that, that they were just getting out of church, and they noticed a bunch yep. of ash on the car. And then we've received at least five messages that have the theme of, I was alive and hungover. Oh, geez. Yeah, no, that <laughs> I, I could see that being the case uh, Sunday morning. I just love the two the two different worlds there as opposite of worlds as you're finding everyone yeah, looking back. Was there one that was hung over at church? I'm sure there because that happens. I'm sure there uh, I it was funny because I also remember leaving church and it was it hadn't hit the ash hadn't hit Harrington yet. But it was just dark and super ominous where you were like, what is going on? And, of course, we were in a world where you didn't know. You just couldn't look at your phone during church yeah. and find out all of it that was going on. Like there was just this uncertainty of what in the world was happening. And uh, I remember someone listening. This is back when radio was so important. Somebody was listening to their radio. And came back and said, oh, my gosh, Mount St. Helens blew. Hmm. And that's a big ash cloud that is basically heading our way and going to start dumping ash on us. And then it did. Uh, this, it was this, bizarre. This text says you could hear the boom in Creston. 
like you could hear the explosion. Oh wow! Okay. That's wild to me. I did not realize that. Well, we will be we will be discussing a little Mount St. Helens as the show goes on. It's 40-year anniversary today. That's one of the big anniversaries. We'll talk to the lead volcanologist of the show, Dr. Kenny Beefus, coming up around 820. I have a great question later for Kitty because it's something else I remember from that day. And I just don't know the answer completely to it. But you know how animals sometimes can feel storms coming or whatever, and they start getting restless and running around. Like, have you ever been around horses before a storm? Kevin, I, the listening audience can't see your face. I can, I don't need to answer that because when you started saying the question, you gave me the eyes, like the answer to this question is going to be no, but I'm going to finish saying it. Well, you know, what's funny (laughs) is I was just thinking that like, for sure, you know, this because everybody knows this. And then I was like, oh, maybe he doesn't know. Maybe he hasn't seen that. So I've seen it thanks to movies. That's like a movie thing, right? The have okay, like yeah. The picture of the animals going crazy, and then here comes a tornado. But that's the one thing I also remember about these Mount St. Helens Day was that the animals were acting the same way, even though it wasn't a storm. So I wonder if they just sense the the darkness or, or what it is. We'll, we'll ask Kenny Beefus. Kenny Beefus, that's probably a terrible question, and he will tell me that, but you know what? I'm still going to try it like it was a smart question. A negative explosion, a negative explosion 40 years ago. An explosion onto the scene that ended up being a positive for country music fans 68 years ago. This man turned 68 today. I think this is how love goes. Check yes or no. You're so The king, King George, George Strait turns 68 years old today. That this two different worlds right there. Volcanic explosion that covers an entire state with ash. A man who goes on to be one of the most legendary country music singers of all time. And could stand on stage and have people cheer at his ash. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Are you talking to me? Look on his face when he said that was so (laughs) smug that that made it hilarious. Kevin James. Uh, Bad radio, but man, that was funny for me, guys. (laughs) The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Monday morning, 40th anniversary of Mount St. Helens erupting. Today, all, everywhere. I was going to say today in Spokane. It erupted everywhere. It didn't just erupt by city. It erupted, and that was the day everywhere that it happened. Jay is on vacation today. Kevin is here. I'm Slim. I am here. The text line is open, 434-8623. If you have a question, comment, you need to shout out to your girlfriend because you were an idiot over the weekend and needed to apologize, now is the time to text him in, 434-8623. We will get to your mm-hmm. texts over the next couple minutes. Do you need to send that text today? I don't know. I think I was a great boyfriend over the weekend. I really do. I feel like I did pretty well, but there may have been a bump in the road Oh. Early Saturday, so just in case. Good morning, Judy. Were you, How are you, babe? <laughs> were you sorry? Were you at your house on Saturday, or were you or were you uh, in Portland? Yeah, I was at my house on Saturday, Gosh, and dude. then i I went out and about Saturday. 
And so I did something I haven't done for a long time. Okay, uh, you had a busy weekend, and I'm excited to hear what the thing is that you that you did. I think I know what it is because you were telling me about this, but I'll ask in a second. I was I was going to come by and say hi to you on Saturday. We walked the Centennial Trail Saturday morning. I know, right by your right by your area, and I thought we should go say hi. And I thought, nah, it's the weekend, and he's he's probably not not there. And as much as we love TC, we wanted to get the killer combo. Instead of just the single, the single human standing there. Yeah, I'll tell you, I got up that morning and I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go for a walk on the Centennial Trail because it seemed nice. And so I was going to go out. We would have crossed paths, that but been when hilarious. I went out, TC was up, which I was surprised by, and he was there. So we started talking, and then I decided to cook breakfast for them, him and wow. Coop, and yeah, just do my thing. And so I cooked for everybody. And so it was one of those, I didn't end up going anywhere. And then moments later, I sat down after I cooked breakfast, eating breakfast, and I look on social media, and you literally are, you know, in my neighborhood, just feet away from me. And I thought, oh, what a bummer. We just, Had I gone for that walk, I would have seen you. We were in the vicinity of our of each other so much this weekend and did not see each other, so it bummed me out. Now, I want to get to what you did. You haven't done it in a long time in a second, but we do go to the text. Texts are more important than you for this segment because we open the text line up, 4348623. Kevin, are you ready? Yes, sir. This text comes in and says, I'm really into someone, but their family drives me crazy. Should I pursue or just move on? I've had issues in the past with my ex's family. Not sure if I'm just gun shy. Kevin James, give some love advice on a Monday morning. I'll tell you, you know, people always say this, uh, you know, don't do it. You marry their family too, you know, which is very true. It depends how unhealthy the relationship is. If it's something where you just don't like something about them, but you are crazy about the girl, then then go for it. Or if it's you know the guy, whatever. You just I say go for it, and that you can learn to adjust to that. Now, if it's something that is very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, ahead, damaging. Okay. If it's something that's damaging. If it's something where there's going to be ongoing. There's no boundaries. There's something that's going to cause a problem. One of the biggest things when you have kids, then if they're the kind of people that are going to cause complete chaos, it's not worth it. If it's just that I don't really like them, eh, I'd say go for it. But if it's something pretty serious, it's pro- you need to stay away. I like it. Love advice from the love doctor himself, Mr. 97, Kevin James. So I appreciate that. KJ, this one comes in from Bob. And again, the text line's open, 4348623. Whatever you've got on your mind, send it in. Now's our time to, to go to this. And Bob says, how come we trust a gas station clerk to safely keep their place clean of coronavirus, but not a pastor of a church? That is from Bob. I don't know. I thought churches weren't doing, weren't open. So I, They're I, not. That's I his think... point. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That is exactly yeah. his point. Hey, Bob, uh, first time reader here. First time. Uh, this is why I have to read paragraphs and books 40 times before they sink in. This is, I just tried to read one sentence and I couldn't take in the information. This is why I know this is why reading and, is so difficult. And, so, I mean, and this is the, the text that, or the, you know, the message uh, that's been going around on Facebook and everything else. Like how is the coronavirus so smart? that it won't 
get you at Walmart or, you know, your big grocery store, but it will get you if your local business opens up. Yeah. I know. And, and I do understand it. And it's, you know, and even the local business would be safer because of the numbers, you know, it's a numbers game, this, this virus thing. And so it's one of those funny things that it, it is frustrating. And I, and I understand Bob's point with that. It is interesting. And I think you, you said you did something this weekend that you hadn't done forever. I'm assuming, is this, you're telling me about, you went and saw, flew a drone with your son. Is that what you're talking about? No. What did you do? Uh, I went to a restaurant. To pick up food. Inside. Hang on, what? You went and sat down and ate at a restaurant? So obviously this is an Idaho thing. It was not. You ate at a restaurant here in the 509. In the state of Washington, Holy baby. Holy smokes. Okay. Uh, in the 509. I don't want to rush it. I don't want to rush it. So I, I want to ask you about this. I have so many questions on what it's like inside a restaurant because I don't remember. But I, did wanna, I, I do want to let you have the, the proper time to remind us all what it's like. For those of us who are very, I guess, jealous is the right word. I want you to really paint the picture for me so you're going to need more time for that so that I can feel like I'm there. I can close my eyes. I can smell the smells, taste the food touch the, the silverware. I want to give you more time for that. So Kevin went to a restaurant. Pile on if you want. This text says, so people can't shop or go to restaurants without social distancing, but we cra all can cram people into the Spokane arena. Good luck with that. So are we at that point now, Kev? Are we, are we officially Cram at people in the Spokane arena. I think the home, oh, I think it's the turned homeless. into a homeless yeah, shelter. Well, unfortunately, they, they have a different set of rules. I mean, it's a it's a thing I had to explain to Judy's girls the one time because we drove, we were coming up here to my apartment and I drove past the Spokane Library, which has been turned into a homeless shelter. And so same deal where it's just full of all the homeless people are standing outside. They're all together, like out front or whatever. And her daughter was like, why do those people not have to follow the rules or why are they not following the rules? And I'm like, Oh, well, cause that's where they're all living right now. And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, they're homeless. And then we had to get into that whole conversation that's, of where she was just so confused why there was yeah. all these homeless people there. That's a tough and conversation. they didn't have to follow the rules. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's a different, that's a, that's a hard one to, that's a hard one to argue. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, that's a, that's a different, completely different world. And I just, I was very appreciative with what I saw this weekend driving through downtown with the people who were helping. I my heart went out to the the people who were helping and the people who were getting helped. I didn't think anything negative of it. I really just thought this is all a good thing. This is one of those Spokane is good kind of situations. Kevin, I want to read you this real quick. Uh, my wife found a recipe or a seat on our counter for new golf clubs. It was three hundred bucks, and she's not happy. Little does she know that's just the down payment. She hasn't <laughs> asked how much they were, so I'm not lying. Do I tell her how much they really were? No, not if you if you can hide it, bud. You hide it. I mean, at this point, if she's mad about the three hundred and that's a down payment, sounds like you are in trouble. If my wife knew how much golf clubs cost, I think she would be a lot more mad with how many of my golf clubs are at the bottom of the river at Qualchin. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's like throwing away money. 